Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Welcome to Bear Archery's Hunting 101 podcast. Another new product episode coming to you today. We're talking everything new from Trophy Ridge. And let me tell you, it's a big year. A couple of accessories that I am so stinking excited about that I can't even contain it. A couple of accessories that will truly change the way you think about Trophy Ridge. A couple of accessories that I've been waiting for for a long time. You've been asking Trophy Ridge delivered. I've got Caleb Sorrells, the marketing director at Baron Trophy Ridge. And I've got Andrew Hughes, the design engineer at Trophy Ridge. And we talk about all of the new accessories, how they work, why to use them, and why we're so excited about them, guys. It's a good episode. And these accessories are going to work for you, whether you shoot a bear or not. They've got all of the mounting options for for Hoyts and for Matthews and every other bow on the market. They've got all the mounting options. These are accessories that any archer is going to be excited about. As always, this podcast is presented and brought to you by our good friends over at Scentlock. But let's dive in and hear about all of the new Trophy Ridge accessories. Welcome to Bear Archery's Hunting 101 podcast, where hunters new and old come to learn and find inspiration from stories of hunts gone by. Everyone is welcome to enjoy the outdoor way of life, and there is no better time to start than right now. So let's head into the great outdoors with your host, Dylan Ray. Guys, when it comes to hunting and being outdoors, I believe there's one product that I use more than anything. That's not my bow. That's not my boots. It's not my um, anything else other than a binocular harness. If I am outside doing anything outdoors, I've got a binocular harness on. Whether I'm shooting, whether I'm hanging tree stands, uh, whether I'm out hiking, it doesn't matter. If I'm outdoors doing just about anything, I've always got my binocular harness. Alaskan Guy Creations does it and does it very, very well. I've been using these now for about eight years, and I absolutely love them. The new system with all the magnets are really good, um, really accessible, very customizable. Guys, if you're in the market for a new binocular harness, I would highly, highly, highly encourage you to check out Alaskan Guide Creations because they are phenomenal. All right, gentlemen, so before we get into the nuts and bolts of why everybody's here, which is to hear about the new products, I want to just kind of talk about Trophy Ridge as a company for a second and as a, you know, as an entire product line, not even necessarily what's new, but as a product line. So Caleb, could you cover for me just kind of, you know, the mission that that Trophy Ridge strives to achieve for the archery industry as a whole? Yeah. Of course. Yeah. The baseline for Trophy Ridge is we always want to build products that bow hunters trust. So every time that we put pen to paper, you know, that's kind of the baseline that we look at. And we want to build things that are going to be proven, you know, in our testing process, but then ultimately they're going to perform in the field. So tools that bow hunters trust is something that we go back to and we hammer home as 
our culture for Trophy Ridge. And that's why this episode is so exciting for me because, you know, although this is Bear Archery's podcast, Trophy Ridge accessories are for everybody. You know, they work, and we're going to get into that. There's mounting systems for the Hoyts. There's mounting systems for the Matthews. You guys make accessories for every archer, whether you're a bow hunter, whether you're a target archer, whether you're just starting, or whether you're going to the backcountry of Alaska. Whatever you're doing, Trophy Ridge has accessories for you. So that's why I'm really excited about this this episode. So, Andrew, as you guys attacked this new line this year, and I don't want to say attacked because that is one of the sites we're going to talk about, but... As you guys started to yeah, as you guys started to look at this year's lineup, what was it that you guys really wanted to strive to achieve with these new products? Well, you know, we just looking at the lineup that we have, we wanted to make sure that we were filling all the possible needs of the bow hunters uh, that are looking for accessories. And, and like Caleb said, you know, we want to be an accessory for every bow hunter. And we just saw some opportunities uh, in places that we didn't have product offerings. And so we were, we're just trying to fill any potential hole or opportunity that we have to give, uh, to give hunters the tools they need. And I can personally say like that. I think you guys did it. Like, I think that I, I haven't been this excited about a trophy Ridge drop in a long time. I'm really excited about not only one of the new sites, but one the new rest that's coming out too. I'm really excited about our new lineup. So let's dive right into it, man. Um, where do you want to start at? You 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 take it away. You are the the man that that kind of helped make this year possible. So where do you want to start at? Uh, yeah, let's start with a line of sites that we have uh, that's going by the name Attack. So we have an Attack and an Attack Pro. These are not uh, completely new offerings for us in the sense that We've never had a site that's this style, but we've definitely brought up the offerings within this product line. So these are kind of traditional, what people sometimes call slider style sites uh, or a swing style site. It kind of depends on who you're talking to. Um, but we've got two offerings uh, essentially to cover the price point, you know, two different price points. One has a few more options, a few more features. So just looking at the attack, uh, here's the site. I know Dylan, you've got it, uh, you got it there on the screen, so you can see the the catalog page. But um, one of the thing that's things that's unique about both the attack and the attack probe is we have a movable site pin. So you can see it is a single pin, and the pin is actually clear. The body of the pin is, is clear. And it has a, uh, a, a sorry, a lens uh, retainer ring, so you can put a lens on the back side of this pin. But the thing that's unique about this pin is you can pop it out, and you can actually rotate it to 90-degree positions. And uh, it fits in every single position in the same way. Also, the, the actual pin itself stays centralized in the hood. Just it's a lot easier to, to pick up that pin uh, I find it personally easier for target acquisition, but you've got that flexibility of being able to choose your pin position. So if you're a vertical pin guy or you're a horizontal pin guy, you have the choice. The other thing that's really cool about this uh, product in particular, the attack is in the package uh, as you buy this site, it is both a left and right hand site. So if you're a lefty cool. and you're looking for this style site, you can simply take a couple screws out, 
turn a couple pieces around and it becomes a fully left-handed sight uh, right out of the package. So that's just another layer of convenience that we have for the customer who's looking for a product that fits their needs. So that's the attack style site. Like I said, it's, um, I mean, it's basic, but it's extremely durable. It's a very reliable site style and just that whole new approach to the site hood. And then stepping up to the attack pro. So we've got the same hood, the same feature availability. But the unique uh, thing that sets this site apart is it is toolless adjustment for your elevation and your windage, and it's also micro adjust. So not only do you not need a set of Allen keys or anything to loosen the site up, uh, but also instead of just that gross movement of the site, you can use the dials and you can dial in your windage and your elevation when you're setting uh, setting the site up. So, so that's pretty much uh, that's that's going to cover the attack and the attack pro. So, Caleb, I want you to kind of talk about because, you know, I always want this place to be. I always want this podcast podcast to be a place not only where they can learn about the new products, but but what might make them a better archer. And you are from from my understanding. I've never seen it, but I've heard that you're a decent shot um, and a decent archer. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but. Why would somebody prefer a vertical pin versus horizontal pin? Why would somebody want to change that? And what do you think is the best? Uh, I'll cover what I like, but and Andrew, you as well. But why would somebody choose to even want to do that? Yeah, so like the first example that comes to mind, um, you know, for the chance that somebody were to take this house or this scope that's on the attack and they wanted to shoot 3D, for example, you know, when you're shooting 3D, one of the biggest features on a target is the crease in the shoulder. So with an up pin, you're actually covering up that crease or that defining point of the target quite often. So, you know, while I was shooting ASA and different things, I used to run a pin that came in from a 45 or from, you know, straight down. Because you would be able to locate that crease in the shoulder where the leg met the body. And that would be something you would aim off of. But if you don't cover it up with the pin you know, you can acquire that and aim on those targets a lot easier. So same thing goes for a hunting scenario. You know, if you're trying to find that shoulder crease, it's somewhere where you're not covering it up with the pin. You can find it a lot easier. See, I've always Dylan, looked at it the that. opposite. I've always looked at it the opposite because I view a vertical. That's actually why I've always liked the uh, React Trio is because it gives me that one vertical pin because that, for me is another tool to make sure my site is level because I can look at it compared to the deer's leg. And I know that site's running straight up and down that deer's leg uh, or elk or, you know, whatever. Um, so I've always, actually always looked at it kind of the mm -hmm. opposite way is that the vertical pin almost helps me align better with the animal because I know it's running right up that leg, yeah. but I see where you're coming from too. I mean, that that's a good point to make. So Andrew, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, I personally, I like the sight picture of a vertical pin. Um, for some reason, it just, I feel like I see more of what's in front of me. But in the same sense, there's another guy in the office here who just the other day was telling me that he doesn't like to shoot a vertical pin because for whatever reason, uh, he just seems to always shoot low whenever he's trying to hunt a vertical and he prefers a horizontal for that reason. He doesn't really have an explanation for it, but he knows what works. Yeah. Absolutely. Shoot what works, man. No argument behind that. That's right. 
Now, what do you got next for us in the catalog? All right. So the next line of sites we have are going to be referred to as the Swift. Now, we have several mover-style sites. Um, we have React-style sites, obviously. We had a podcast a couple years ago where we talked about the digital React. But what we never really offered in that style of site, uh, at least at the level that we have them now, are true, uh, fully, you know, fully adjustable slider sites that have, you know, like a, a well-done uh, full-length site tape. And so we're coming, we're coming in strong with three offerings here. We have the same adjustment, vertical adjustment system that's on the digital React and that's been pushed into our other React sites. But at a more affordable price point, we're coming in with a single, a double, and a three pin, our trio pin site hood on this new platform. So just grabbing the single pin here just as a place to start. We do, you'll see here, we've got actually a blank tape on this wheel. That's how these sites come in the package. So as you start to set your site up, you can just use the blank tape to make markings. Um, this is the single pin hood that we have had on many other sites. But you'll notice we have indicator pins here on the inside, and we've got oh, yeah. an indicator pin here on the wheel as well. So... And um, and, I, and I'll show again whenever I whenever I show the two pin how those work uh, in conjunction with each other. But this site is set up to run both a vertical and a wheel tape at the same time. If you prefer, uh, you can put your tape on this inside, which I think really works well, because once this is mounted to the bow, that's almost kind of the natural place that your eye goes when you start looking kind of at your bow. If you're holding it down by your waist. Uh, but you could put it over here on the side. The point is we just wanted to give options, right? We wanted to give options to the bow hunter. This has the same toolless windage and elevation adjustment. It's got second axis and third axis adjustment as well. And like I was saying, it has the same uh, helical gear drive system that we have on our other mover sites at the moment. So, but you guys are familiar with the single pin hood, if you're familiar with some of our other offerings from the past. And I just wanna go ahead and throw out there, this is our, our tried and true trio hood as well. This also has that micro adjust for your top two pins. Um, but again, something that we've had out there uh, before. <clears throat> so I'm gonna pull up here is the thing that's really new, and that is the two pin. What we're calling, uh, we're calling it the duo, I believe. Um, so what we've got here is we've got a top pin that is central in the housing, and we've got a movable bottom pin. Um, but what's, what's great about this system is that the bottom pin is gonna correlate to our indicators. So I'm gonna see if I can show it on camera a little bit here. But if you can see, there are some hash marks on that top pin, and there's a little pointer on the bottom pin. And so as somebody sets this side up, they're going to run it to the top. They're going to sight in at 20 if, you know, if, that's, if that's where they want to start. And then they're going to step back to 30 uh, or their distance of choice, but we'll just say 30 yards. And they're going to use... A, an Allen key here right in the bottom of this side housing. And just by turning that Allen key, 
it's going to make an adjustment to that bottom pin location. And once they've got that bottom That's pin so set, cool. all they have to do is reference. They just have to reference the hash marks on the side here. And I'll, I'll preface, this is a prototype, but there's a dual indicator uh, pin system built into uh, built in here. And, and that indicator has pairing hash marks. So all you got to do is reference, okay, I'm on the sixth hash mark. Then you go set your indicator to the sixth hash mark. And the indicators now match the pin gaps in your hood. Now, so no more guessing, no more set pin gap, top and bottom pin in a two pin hood. You get to set it where you want it. You get to correlate it with your pin. And then again, I'll show you the wheel indicator as well. So you're going to have a dual indicator both on the inside and you're going to have a, a dual indicator on the wheel. And those are both going to correlate uh, to the hash marks that are on the, the actual top and bottom pins to begin with. Well, let me just say, I have not been this excited about a site maybe my entire life. <laughs> I'm fired up about this. Now, does that correlate to just when it's at your top? So just when you're at 20, does that second pin still, you know, if it shows 30, is that second pin 30? But when I crank it to... You know, when I move, when I actually dial the site down, does that second reference still show me where the second pin is? Absolutely. That's actually the best part of the system. Obviously, it's not the first time anybody has done that in a kind of a general sense in the archery world. But knowing that you don't lose your kind of the relevance of the pin gap between your top and bottom pin, as soon as you once you've got set at the top and you know that they're correlating together you can rely on the, the indicator no matter where this site is. You don't, you don't lose that reference at any point in time. So yeah, to your point, let's say you've got it set 20 and 30 when your site is at the top and you dial down to where your top pin is now 50 yard pin. Well, the bottom pin, maybe it's, it's actually now going to be, we'll call it like a 57 yards or something like that, right? I mean, you're gonna be able to reference it immediately and know what distance that bottom pin represents at any point in time. Now you still have to, so you're siding it in like any other regular site that has a, a, a dial. In other words, you're siding in 20 and 60, and then you have a site tape that matches, correct? Cause it's not a react yeah, absolutely. technology, but that, that actually brings me to the new site tapes that we've done. So with bringing this, uh, this product offering to market, we wanted to make sure that we came and brought the resources that somebody needs to really get the most out of the site, right? So one of the things that our previous site tapes had was 20 to 100 or 40 to 100, depending on whether it was a single pin or a trio. Um, but if you shot a faster bow and you actually had room to adjust your site out past 100 yards, then you lost, you know, you lost sight tape at that point. So what we've done is we've actually said, okay, we know how much travel this site has. And so we're going to make sure that every single tape at each kind of speed, you get the maximum amount of adjustment. And so, for example, the first sight tape here, and I don't know how well it's going to show up, but it actually starts at 190 feet per second. So somebody who's shooting a very heavy arrow, somebody who's 
shooting a very lightweight, you know, a light draw weight, or maybe they are just a very short draw length, this sight is going to work for them pretty much no matter what. And so we go from 190 all the way up to 325 feet per second in five foot per second increments. And you've got a pairing uh, wheel tape. You can see a, a much longer tape here. You've got a pairing wheel tape to go with uh, the vertical wheel tape. And they do match with each other. So to your point, most of the time you're going to shoot your 20. You're going to shoot a further distance. You're going to mark, you know, put marks on and you're going to hold them up to the sight tapes and kind of pick one. That obviously will still work. But the cool thing is, because we have React technology, because we have the digital React out on the market, and we've done all the math, we've done all the complicated stuff, we said, okay, well, we should be telling people at least a reference of how close is this as far as speed goes. So if you don't have, if you don't, if you want to go faster, if you want to set this up almost like you're setting up a digital React, and you can shoot through a chronograph, you're going to get close. It might actually be you shoot through a chrono, you pick the side tape that's as close to that speed as possible, and you might be done. That actually might be, be good enough for you. But at worst case scenario, you bump down one speed or you bump up one speed to get there, as, as opposed to having to go through this whole process of, oh, I got to get a pen, I got to mark this, mark that. We just put the speeds right there for you. So you've got a really good starting point right out of the gate. Are both the pins in the duo 19 thousandths? Yeah, coming out of the gate, they're both 19 thousandths pins. Um, that's how it's going to come when we launch it. Very cool. Um, Caleb, have you told uh, Zach Farinball about this site yet? Is he seen this? Because no. he told last time he was on the podcast, he said, dude, I, I'm starting shooting a single pin. For the first time ever, and I love it. It's it's crazy good. I love it. However, I just wish I had a second reference point. And I was like, really? Well, stay tuned. <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> I, I just shared I shared with him the old school trick, you know, before before any of this right. kind of stuff was coming out. I'm just putting a silver Sharpie dot or, a you know, a, a fingernail polish dot halfway down your post and having a second reference point. And he was like mind blown. Um, he was just that just blew his mind. And so I think this uh, will really be a site that he would like. So um, I, this will be the site that I'm running. I am so incredibly excited about this site. Uh, this will be my new favorite site. Uh, Andrew, you have successfully des designed a site that beat the last favorite site that you designed. So good job, bud. <laughs> Thanks, man. Hey, it's a team effort over here. Listen, I did want to point out one other thing about this line of sites. So we have, New materials that we're using in these sites, we yeah. know that weight is an important uh, thing for all bow hunters, regardless of whether you're sitting in tree sand or you're hiking around a mountain in Colorado or Wyoming or Montana. And so we actually have integrated magnesium components into these sites. So uh, I'm actually going to weigh one right here. This is the single pin version coming in at 10.4 ounces. Uh, for for this site, and and that's several ounces less than pretty much all of our slider offerings, and a lot of that comes down to the fact that we have really slimmed down not only overall geometry, but we're trying to do new things and using new materials. Well, I think again, that's something that you guys listened to. People said, 
Um, you know, and I hear it too. I love Trophy Ridge, but man, they're heavy. Um, and so you guys have listened and you guys have adapted and all of a sudden we're here with one of the greatest sites in my opinion that's ever been put out. So Caleb, how will you be running that site? You told me kind of what you uh, had envisioned. Are you already shooting it? You already playing with it? I don't, I'm still waiting on one, but no, I, I just echo the same thing. Like I'm excited for how light it is. Um, and I'm excited, you know, being able to get that, that bottom pin to where, you know, you're going to be able to maximize your distance out of every setup. Like I'm looking forward to it. And, you know, to his point, you know, there's a lot of things where if somebody's shooting a slower speed, you know, there might be limitations, but these really open it up to where you're going to be able to get the maximum distance out of every boat, regardless of the speed of the boat. So. Now, that, that actually you... brings up one thing that I missed on the site tapes earlier, and it's something that I actually am kind of excited about. It's a really little thing, but as I was saying before, we made sure that all the site tapes are the same length, and basically you're going to get the maximum amount of adjustment out of each tape based upon what your speed is. But what's kind of cool is if you look at the bottom of each of these uh, site tapes, I don't know, is that focusing or not? Basically, it's the, the longest distance that you have on every single tape is specifically measured. So instead of going to, cool. oh, each goes to 100 or each goes to 80, you know, on the 255 foot per second tape, you can get to 97 uh, yards. And it's labeled right there as the last ones, the, you know, the last number on the tape. So there's no guessing. That's cool. Very cool. Very good job. Um Really, I've shot the I've shot the React Trio now for probably five years, um, and and I am excited to say that you've designed a site that I am ready to switch to. So um, now, Caleb, you did mention kind of how you want to set it up as far as uh, your top pin and your your bottom reference pin uh, being at thirty and forty, and then why are you mm-hmm. setting it up that way, and and what are the benefits of running a site like that? Uh, I like to set my bows up that way just because. You know, nine times out of 10, if you're shooting a bow today, they're so fast that your pin gap from 20 to 30 is minimal. So you aim two or three inches low at 20 yards, you're going to be right where you need to be. So I like to start at 30 just to get the most out of my sights. Gotcha. So you're setting 30, 40, and then you're just going to hold under for 20, 15, 10, whatever, whatever else you shoot. Correct. Yep. Yeah. And then once you get to that, you know, under 15, 10, you know, you start getting into feet and then you actually would go backwards anyway. So like five feet, yeah. a lot of times you're using a 50 yard pen anyway. So, yeah, that's what a lot of people, somebody was shooting in my garage yesterday, um, through paper and, uh, they asked me something about, can I even use my pin at this distance? And I said, actually use your 40 yard pin. And they're like, no, dude, I'm going to send one through your garage mm-hmm. door. And I'm like, trust me, just use your 40 yard <laughs> pin. A lot of people don't know yeah. that. So, you know, for guys who really yeah. get in close, you know, going back to referencing like the hunting public, Zach and those guys, you know, if you set your pin at 30, then that's actually going to be really accurate at, at, you know, seven yards. Um, so yeah, that's mm-hmm. a, a really good way to set up a site. So, um, learn something new every day. So now what me and Caleb might be most excited about and what I think a lot of people are going to be excited about again, whether you're a bear shooter or, or not, this is something that you should be excited about. Take us away, Andrew, on the Propel. Yeah, we're very excited about the Propel here. Um, 
you know what, this is tried and true technology. We've got a limb driven rest here. Uh, and we've got multiple offerings in, in this rest. So, you know, the standard rest, we've got full aero containment, although it's optional, you can remove it and it's very easy to do so if you choose. You can run this rest off of either a bottom limb or a top limb. And it works great in both, uh, both scenarios. And I'm, you know, it's as easy to set up as you would expect. So I've actually been, uh, you know, spoiler here. I've been shooting one of these since I'd say the beginning of the summer. I pretty much shot it all 3D season. It has performed so well for me. Um, and so I'm excited for other people to get a chance to put this on their bow. We also, so we obviously you're showing the, the propel, but right below it, you'll see we also are offering the propel with an IMS mount on it as well. Uh, and this, it's a rock solid mount. It's so easy to put on. Um, and it just does its job. The, the, the rest is nice and streamlined. It fits on every single competitor's bow or every single manufacturer's bow that offers that IMS rail mount system. Uh, and, and again, it just does what you want it to do. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know what else to say about it other than the fact that the price point is absolutely killer. Yeah. Now, Caleb, you have spent time with this rest. And before we dive into kind yeah. of all of the benefits of limb driven, um, and, and why we're so excited about it, what, what has been your experience with this rest? You know, a rest and, you know, a lot of accessories, you know, talking from a target standpoint or anything. If they do their job, the only thing that they can do is cost you down the road. And this rest, it, it just doesn't cost you. It, it's bulletproof. The dovetails are robust. It locks in the way it should. It, it, it's bulletproof. And that's my takeaway is I've not had it move an inch or move at all. It's been consistent. It's traveled well. You know, it, it it's a solid, solid rest. Now, and it's going to pair perfectly. If somebody's looking at the persist, it's going to pair perfectly yeah. because the, the, the persist now has IMS rest mounting on it. So, yep. um, it's for me, it's so exciting, I think, because bear and trophy Ridge are finally making bows and accessories that not only fit together better, but complement each other better, um, and are, and are going to work together better. Um, now I do want to loop back just a quick question before you, cause I do want to talk more about the limb driven. Um, but on the other sites, are they going to have, are they going to come? Like, can I get the Swift Duo in a Picatinny mount for that new Persist? That's a great question, Dylan. Well, while they're not going to come in the package that way, we do have both the uh, rail, the, the Picatinny rail mount uh, adapter, and we have a bridge lock adapter to fit all of those sites. So, yeah, you won't be able to buy a Swift site in the package that has a bridge lock mount on it, for example. But we have a very, very affordable bridge lock bracket, and it pairs perfectly with that product. Now, Caleb, have you found a big difference in a bow that has sights mounted to a Picatinny rail rather than the side mount? 
um, and an IMS rather than bolted to the side. Have you found that those bows perform better, balance better? They're more in line. What what are what's your real experience with bows that offer that? I mean, if somebody were to look at this and say, is it worth getting the persist with an IMS rest and a Picatinny mount sight? What would you say the biggest benefits of going that route would be? I would say the biggest benefit is that street line. Um, you know, I, I can't say that they balance particularly better or anything along those lines, but I can tell you when you're packing it in a, a frame pack, if you're going up a mountain or if you're packing in a bow case or something along those lines, it's going to fit and it's going to be more streamlined setup in general. And it's also going to be a lower profile. You know, if you're hunting in a tree stand, getting it around a tree or what have you, it is a lower profile. And it's going to maneuver better. Yeah. Absolutely. Now let's talk about the benefits of limb driven versus cable driven. Um, and why this is so exciting for me at least, um, is because I love limb drivers. Now you guys had not to, not too many years ago, a sink that was limb driven. Um, and I love that rest, but this rest I'm far more excited about. So let's talk about Caleb. What are the benefits of a limb driven rest? Um, and why would somebody consider going to a limb driven? Yeah, I would say, in my opinion, short of a whisker biscuit, it doesn't get more reliable. Um, whether you're in a field, how quick it is to set up. It, there's a lot of features that, you know, a limb driven rest offers. Um, you know, the first and foremost is you don't need a bow press to set it up. Second off, you know, there is there's no timing. You tie it to the limb. You're ready to go. You tie it to the limb with some tension, make sure the tension's correct. You're ready to go. In the field, if your cable were to break for some reason, you could take dental floss, for example, and it's going to function at least one time to get a shot off. So th there's a lot of positives to a limb-driven rest that, you know, short of a whisker biscuit, I don't think it gets more reliable. Yeah, I just, I tell people like this, a cable-driven rest, you're tying into something that stretches, you're tying into something that twists. You're tying into something that moves faster and or slower if it gets wet or different wax contents. With a limb-driven rest, you're tying to something solid. You know, you're tying that rest to something solid that moves the same way every time that bow goes off. So that, to me, is the benefit of a limb driver. But just like you said... You know, with a whisker biscuit, if something goes wrong, I can have another one in my backpack set up just the same. I bolt it on and I'm still hunting. And the same is true with this cable driven. If something happens, my hunt's not over. I can have another one in my pack. You know, say the rest fails, not even just the cable. Say the rest fails, I can have another one in my pack set up and tuned, ready to go. All I got to do is bolt it on, tie it on, and I'm still hunting. That to me is invaluable. Now, the only, the only benefit of a cable-driven, in my opinion, is that you can click it up in the, in the up position that holds your arrow. However, you guys have pretty much eliminated that with these little arms inside of, the, inside of the rest that hold your arrow before you draw your bow up. Now, I haven't got to play with one of these. So how well does that work? Are those fingers you know, pretty tight, or does your arrow want to pop out of it you know, when you draw up? Is there... How's that working for you guys? They they function exactly like you want them to. Honestly, it's not Perfect. too much. It's not too little. Uh, it's enough to hold the arrow in place. Um, 
you know, just from being jostled around, it's not going to fly out. But they, you know, they're going to let the arrow come up out as the the rest lifts it up when you draw your bow. I mean, it's, you know, it's like Goldilocks. It's just, just right. Yeah. That's awesome. I, I, I literally can't wait for this. I, this, for everybody that's, that's curious, for everybody that wants to know, I will be shooting the Swift Duo, the Propel IMS for the far foreseeable future because I'm incredibly excited about these. Now, Andrew, we do have a couple of new, um, not new sites, but new mounting options out of the package with sites. Um, so walk us through some of those newer uh, mounting options that come out of the package with sites. Yeah, just just kind of going right in line with the thing that we were talking about is, hey, can you mount these to a Hoy? Can you mount them to a Matthews? Um, we do have the React Pro 5 pin, so the horizontal pin with the React technology, and it's going to be available on the shelf in the package, both in bridge lock and in a Picatinny rail mount option. So that way, if you know, you're know you buying a bow that has that mount, whether it be a Matthews, a Hoyt, or a Bear, that you can just buy what you need right off the bat. Um, so that is, that's something that we're going to have available this, uh, this fall as well. But That's I would just awesome. like, you know, I just want to reiterate that basically all our React 1, our React uh, uh, Trio Pro, uh, the React Digital, all of those sites accept those same mounts that we also sell individually. So you could take basically any one of the sites in our entire lineup and you could put it on one of those mounts. Yeah. Now, I, I forgot one thing that I have to mention about the propel is that it's absolutely whisper quiet. Um, I, you know, I, and again, I haven't got it to play is. with it yet, but I've heard real feedback, not even from you guys. I've got my sources. Don't you worry, but I've heard real feedback that like, you know, on a lot of rests, you hear it hit the, the bow, the shelf, you hear the click when it hits, you hear it when it goes down and this, you don't hear a thing. It's just whisper quiet. So I, I just had to make that note that, you know, while it is a hundred dollars rest and that it performs like a rest that costs two times the amount, you can guess what rest I'm talking about. But while it performs just as well as a rest that costs two times the amount, it's also quieter than that. Now, Caleb, I did want to ask one more question. Why would a guy go upper limb versus lower limb? Benefits of either? I mean, does it make a difference or is that all just... You know, are you running a back bar and it gets in the way? Are you running, you know, does your quiver get in the way on top? Is it is it that type of deal or is there actually a benefit to going top or bottom? No, exactly that. It's just a preference and then if you have interference. So like a quiver on the top mount, you know, that is something that could be an issue or, you know, a wrist sling that it gets tangled up with on the bottom, you know, vice versa. There's different scenarios for, you know, different setups, but nine times out of Go ahead, Andrew. You know, I was just going to say, as an example, I typically will run mine off the top limb simply because in most of the cases I'm hunting, I've got my bow hanging and waiting for me to grab it. And just I just know that as I reach my hand into the grip uh, with it off the top limb, there's no chance that I'm going to accidentally snag with my thumb or anything like that. That's true. That's a good point. Now, um, 
I think that just goes to show, you know, with given the option for upper or lower limb, given all these mounting options for all the sites, I think it just goes to show, show that Trophy Ridge not only is priced for everybody, but you build products for everybody, no matter the bow. doesn't matter if you shoot a bare bow or not. Trophy Ridge has something for you. And their their accessories are foolproof. I mean, I and I can say this with 100% honesty. The React Trio has been my go-to site forever, and I love it. And I've played with other sites. You know, I, I, I think I've told both of you guys that I played with a competitor site that you know, costs a lot more and it's kind of taken the industry by storm. And I was not near as impressed with it as I was the react trio. And so, you know, trophy Ridge has accessories for everyone uh, and they make accessories that fit and work for everyone. So guys check out trophy Ridge's new lineup, because I promise you, you will not be disappointed. Now, are these going to be available in Cabela's bass pros shields anywhere? They can go check out trophy Ridge. They can go check out all these, these accessories. Yeah, any Trophy Ridge dealer is going to have these readily available once we, maybe not right at launch, but we're going to have them to them very, very soon. Yeah, guys, go check them out. Um, these, this is an incredible, an incredible. Now, we've seen years where Trophy Ridge has released more stuff, but I don't know that we've seen a year where Trophy Ridge has released this, this high of quality of offerings in both a rest and a, and a site. I mean, th this is just. Both of these two things, I think, are exactly what the industry asked for, and you guys delivered. So really good job, Andrew, and the rest of the designers over there at Trophy Ridge. They function great. Now, now I did want to ask, the tension knob on the new site on the, on the, uh, is on the inside, not in the knob, correct? Uh, you mean like the lockdown? Yeah. So like on the, on the digital, yeah. it's in the knob. That's right. Yeah. But actually, you know, speaking of the site that you like so much, that uh, that Trio Pro. Um, so it's actually in a very similar location. You can see it right here. OK. And it's yeah. slim. It's slimmed down a little bit just to make sure that it's not out any further than it needs to be. Uh, when you this is an actual lockdown knob. So it's not even that um, that it's adjusting the tension. Like when you tighten this. It is a hard stop. The site's not going to move at all, but it's really easy to break it loose and then move it. Um, there is a way to actually adjust the, the tension or how hard it is to move the dial because that is a personal preference. Um, they're, they're hidden by the, the wheel indicator, but if you take the indicator off, there are two holes underneath here with set screws. And all you have to do is make slight adjustments until it feels the way you want it to and then put the indicator right back on. Perfect. I remember I was on a hunt with you in Missouri and it was the first time I played with the digital react and I kind of put my foot in my mouth on video and I said, Andrew, I really don't like this, <laughs> this new wheel, man. It just, it doesn't work for me, bro. You know, you did a really good job on the site, but this wheel sucks. And you're like, well, that very thing you don't like about it, we can fix that right here. And I'm like, oh, cool. And then I'm like, well, I really don't like this part about it. And you're like, well, good, because you can change all of that too right here. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, cool. <laughs> so, so I was like, man, the things I don't like, you actually gave people a lot of offerings in to be able to change. So no, good job, man. Uh, that's what I was, what I was curious about on the tension knobs, but guys, thank you so much for listening. Um, as always keep tuning in because we have new episodes weekly, but this week, uh, if you just tune in tomorrow, we're going to talk all of the new trad bows with Neil Bice. 
uh, from Bear. So all of the new trad stuff we'll be discussing tomorrow. Caleb, you want to talk about the giveaway we're doing that we're doing for launch week? Yeah, so we've got a pretty exciting giveaway that we're planned. Um, we're going to call it the Ducks and Bucks giveaway. So we're going to have a new persist, a Trophy Ridge package, and then we've teamed up with a couple other brands to offer a shotgun and a high-end vino set. So we've got some cool stuff coming. Keep your eyes peeled at you know Bear Archery and Trophy Ridge social pages. Guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Go check out the giveaways. Go check out the new lineups from Bear. Go check out all of the new Trophy Ridge accessories and jump back in right here tomorrow to hear everything new on the traditional side with Neil Bice there in Gainesville. Thank you so much. Y'all have a fantastic week.